Hello, and welcome to the Hazardous Casuals podcast. I'm one of your hosts and your GM, Matt. This recording or this episode is actually supposed to be our first session of the campaign. And due to some scheduling conflicts, we actually decided to do a couple prequel episodes. And we ended up just calling this whole arc our prequel arc. So we do have uh, some quality issues with this episode, but we promise our quality does improve after this episode. Uh, We also add a new party member this episode. And uh, you'll get to meet Corey and his character. However, Corey was unable to stay with us throughout the whole campaign and story. And we were we were definitely disappointed with, with that. But we understand he had some uh, life circumstances that, that came up that just kept him from being able to, to commit to the podcast. We do end up picking up another uh, player in the party. Uh, Seth, he comes in a few sessions in and, and you'll get to meet him soon. With all that out of the way, let's jump into a quick recap of what happened last session. Last week, we saw Raytheon Mistweave, the elven ranger from the Dark Forest, continue his journey towards Three Oaks. And during his travels, he ran into some kobolds, which they were dealt with quickly. And Raytheon continued on his journey towards Three Oaks to uh, train under a legendary and renowned wizard. We also saw Leo Thundershield continue his journey with a caravan in hopes to sell his goods and wares. But during his travels, uh, late one night, he ran into some trouble. His caravan was attacked by what is called a feral, and it's a creature that is um, that lives in the area, what's called in the world of Valeria, called the Black Fields. However, the, with his help and, and the guards' help of his caravan, they were able to dispatch the beast very quickly. And finally, we saw Khajiit Rogan as he finished his hunting trip with his new friend, or at least employer, Ellis, and they ended up successfully hunting two wolves and then returned to the inn. So with that out of the way, we're going to jump into some character introductions. All right, so let's go ahead and and just uh, introduce our characters since... Uh, some of us have been working on our characters and haven't hadn't quite nailed them down. Uh, just introduce our characters, and then that way we kind of know know a little bit about each other's characters, and then we'll go ahead and jump into our session. Hi, I'm Leo, or Leopold Thundershield. I'm a tradesperson. I trade wares, um, family business. I'm Currently on my way to Three Oaks. I'm human. Um, Horsecock Johnson's the nickname, but I prefer Leo. Mm. Mm. I don't prefer you to respond to my nickname with that particular mm, response. Mm. Mm. Sure. <laughs> so I'm playing Raytheon Mistweave. Uh, is a woodland elf uh, coming from uh, coming from the uh, the wilds of the of the northern dark forest. Um, sort of an outdoorsman who is uh, who has pushed the pushed the uh, the breadth of his abilities as a as sort of like the woodland stalker kind of guy, and he's uh, decided to expand his skill set and move north to Three Oaks, where he's heard about. 
some uh, some magical training that may be available to him. Um, he's got a little too much confidence in his uh, in his ability to handle his liquor, uh, which he proved to uh, to well disastrous effect in uh, in the city of Vast Haven. He's uh, 36 years old. He's five foot ten. He has brown graying hair. He is a stringy, hawkish-looking man with uh, with green eyes. All right. Uh, my character is Zeku Cyprine, a dark elf monk who's actually currently residing in Three Oaks. He has he fought in the uh, the Great War. Oh, you're <laughs> old. What's so great about it? <laughs> He fought in the Great War. He saw the destruction it uh, brought. Even is one of the victims of the Violet Fever, which has turned uh, his, you know, his bright, you know, pasty high elf skin into a darkish, you know, gray purple tint. Um, he has long, he's you know, long white braided hair. He is. He's roughly around in his seventies. No one knows for sure. He's not one to give his age out, as wisdom speaks for itself. Right now, he's waiting, biding his time, searching for answers. <laughs> you say that like I love waiting, biding his time <laughs> to wreak destruction on all the earth. My character is Katnidun. Uh, he is from the, the desert wastelands in the southeastern of our current continent. Uh, I don't know what you would call it, but we are the Dunmer. Uh, we live in the dunes. We sleep on the sands, normally on things above the sands so we don't get our fur wet. Uh, my, my fur, as you would call it, uh, we would call almost calico. It is mottled but dark. So dark, in fact, that most of you would say it's black. But uh, I can flip it up, flip it down, flip it left, flip it right, and have a couple different colors kind of shown. And it's more mottled than you might expect. And very soft. Uh, I prefer you spread that news to the ladies. I was a uh, uh, basically a leader of, of several raiding parties. I might have become chief one day had not fate intervened. Uh, but we often face attacks by the cruel and horrible stinking werewolves to the north that often come down and sometimes attack our people. And now I don't quite know if I hate werewolves as much, but still, they did great harm to our people. <sighs> that being said, I have now camped up in a small town and I almost got myself killed already to regular wolves by a stupid guy who sent me out on a uh, quest to miss a lot of hits on the wolves earlier. It was a glorious attempt. Okay. How would you describe yourself? I would describe myself as uh, not quite tall, not quite short for my people. Like I said, dark fur. I have claws, which are retractable, although uh, I am in the process of filing them to assist me in certain things. Once you learn swords, that's much better than claws, for the most part. Um, I, like I said, I'm dark fur all over, but my glittering green eyes can sometimes be seen uh, almost into the darkness, um, which I'm quite fond of because shadows are where I like to meld into and kind of skulk around like some sort of, not, not cat, but, you know, night animal thing. He's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So that's a brief introduction to our characters. So, Corey, you didn't get to be a part of the last session. It just was kind of a prequel to see where the characters were doing, how they got to Three Oaks, basically. Um, and as Donovan said, he, um, he, we pretty much just saw him get to a village. Uh, he sort of made it to the Dark Forest Inn. But he did go on a hunting trip, which was very, very fun. It was a very fun encounter. Uh, he, he met a very uh, aristocratic sort of... Uh, Highfalutin, fancy uh, hunter, <laughs> jackass, <laughs> um, and they had loads of shenanigans together. Gavin's character Leo left Lithuanian and traveled towards Vast Haven on the map, and he got about halfway, I believe, a little over halfway. The last time we we saw him, so we'll be picking up with him about around the same place. Uh, Jordan pretty much is at Three Oaks. He's about probably a day's travel away. He's just on the southern end of Starlight Lake. With that, uh, we're going to be picking up. We'll be starting off with uh, Gavin's character, Leo. Uh, you guys have finished another day of travel, <clears throat> and it is towards the end uh, of the evening. They've actually gathered... Your caravan has actually uh, started a fire, and... Um, there are many people gathered around to sort of tell tales, and you hear them sort of egg on one of the uh, the oldest, probably the oldest um, guardsmen that you have on this this caravan. Uh, it's a little odd that he he is with them because he is uh, pretty elderly in years, but they are they are they are cheering him on to try and tie, not really cheering, but sort of asking him to tell tell a tale from from his youth. Uh, do you go and join, or are you going to just uh, sort of hang out with your wares and your uh, your own your own stock and stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then I'll, I'll, I'll go there, I'll, and I'll, I'll just keep them in eye, eyes linked in case there's anything going between me and them. But other okay. than that... Yeah, the guards are still... They're still... Um, they've ever since your... Um, uh, this is something you didn't uh, know either, Corey, but um, Leo's caravan was attacked by a creature called a, uh, a ferox. Um, they are creatures that live in the Black Fields. Um, you probably might know a little bit more about them, actually, but they, uh, some of them, one of them crossed the river and uh, attacked, attacked Leo in the night one night, uh, which was very... Very fun, fun little encounter we had. Um, so, but yeah, ever since then, the uh, guards have placed two archers and another uh, guardsman uh, definitely patrolling the river side, the river's edge. And you guys have kind of camped a little bit further away from the river just to be safe. But they, they egg on, uh, they, they start, you know, trying to get Gregor to, to tell him a, a tale about his youth and he kind of knows what's coming. You know, he knows what they're trying to get after. Everyone who knows him knows that he also fought in the Great War. And uh, that's, that's what they always want to hear. He knows they're not going to stop until he tells them the tale of, of, of what he experienced. He kind of gives in and just sort of goes into it. Yes, well, you know, it was a long time ago. Well, Near 80 years old now. But 
life has been good. I joined up with the army, and we were we were from Midwraith, the uh, the only some of the only humans that sided with the elves during the war. Me and my friend both joined. We were just fifteen years old, and well, he uh, he was a great uh, he was a pretty pretty skilled wizard for fifteen. I have to say, he he helped us out in the age department a little bit, made us look a little older. We fooled the guards to let us join. I can still feel his beard across my back. <laughs> he kind of looks at everyone and says, not many people want to hear the whole story. Mostly they just want to hear the one, the day the war ended. He kind of just looks at the fire, does it? At this point, he kind of doesn't make eye contact with anybody. You can tell, like, in our our time, we would say, you know, maybe some PTSD. He sort of pauses, and then he says, what a, what a terrible day that was. It's almost been, I guess it's almost been 50 years now. No one really knows what happened. That's what everyone asks. What happened? All you knew is one moment you were fighting someone, and the next you saw a rift of black, purple smoke in the sky. He said, I, my father stood beside me that day. I watched him die. But me and my two friends, we, we made it out alive. Not whole, but we made it out alive. Nothing would ever be the same. The violet fever just, it, it turned the people you loved into monsters. It was almost as if they, they just, on the battlefield, they needed to, to make more of them, to spread whatever that was. But we had some wise and courageous warriors there. And we, do, we won. We, we won. I mean. I guess my friend always said, and he probably was right, he said that no one truly won the war, but I count myself lucky. Well, that's my tale. Here's to freedom, and here's to peace. And he raises a uh, a little little flask and takes a, takes a sip. Here, here. Freedom and peace, wherever the hell that is. So what do you do the rest of the evening? Do you turn in? Do you strike up any other conversations? Well, how good of a sense do I have that they're actually guarding appropriately? You said they increased uh, they increased the archers, but I mean, do I feel like I can actually, you know, uh, go about? Yeah, I would say that you you feel much much more safe this time around. Uh, ever since ever since uh, you were assaulted by one of those creatures. Well, then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna see who's here. What what information I can gain? What what sales I might might make okay um well who do you want who do you talk to well uh when there's a moment a lull in conversation i'm gonna go over to gregor for a bit hey gregor uh where were you stationed in the war well we traveled all over wherever the battles took us i fought in uh um i fought at valcrest i fought at uh out at Golden Shores, we even uh, made our way up and around to Lithlilian, which was the last stand. Okay, well, what's what? What made you stick in Lithlilian if that's where you stay? 
Well, ah, I didn't really stay there. Uh, I traveled back down to Midwraith. I had to bury my father. Stayed there for a few uh. years. But recently, I, with all that's going on in the world, I felt it was, I don't know, a duty to strike out back on the road and maybe finish out my days protecting those who need protection. With all the orc and um, orc and goblin and troll attacks that have been going on, I think it's uh, it's scary times again. Ah, well, thank you for your service. Well, he holds up his flask and takes another swig. <laughs> I'm just glad to be on the road again. Who wants to see around me? <laughs> um, you see the guy who you, uh, the leader of the caravan, uh, he's, he's sitting there listening to Gregor, talking to a few of his friends and you know, they're, they're all kind of drinking and, um, just kind of, you know, snacking. I mean, it's, it's late, but it's not too late. It's night's in, you know? Okay. I'll, I'll wander over to him and just say, just ask him about the, uh, the animal activity recently, monster activity. Just to see if it's been calm or if there's been any, any other attacks I haven't seen. Uh, what what kind of animals? Well, not animals, but uh, but but monsters. Oh well, they uh, you know they, they. I heard there was an attack up in Nightvale just a few weeks back. Uh, pack pack of uh, pack of kobolds were. Uh, oh, okay. There. But you know, kobolds aren't too bad if as long as they're not a large number of them. Uh, now, I did hear of a troll attack down near uh, as far south as, um, as far south as he thinks for a second. Down in Eldenwood, which is very odd. Most of the trolls stay up in the mountains, but now there was also uh, a goblin attack that I heard back about a month ago. That was all the way down in Oakdale. That was over way far west telling you it's it's much like it was around the time of the war it's uh scary business nowadays oh well thank you for the information anything i should know about the uh the rest of the way to three oaks any surprises his last would have been here ah no uh the river sometimes gets a little dangerous at night but uh the guards are doing a good job he of emotions over them We'll be all right. We've passed through most of the the dangerous parts of the Blackfields. Once the Ferrex catch your scent, they tend to stay on it until until they realize you know you've you've got enough enough force to scare them off. Vasthaven gets a lot of traffic, but Three Oaks ah Three Oaks you might you might do really well there. Not only people go to fast from Vasthaven to Three Oaks, often they stay in Vasthaven and then head back. To oh, well, there's I've got so many. Yeah, I've got all my wares from uh, from just that area. There's nothing like a crocodile, and really anywhere else in the in the, the country, I'd say. But my wares are real, and I, I pull down my boots. I show him a, a a nice little scar on my on my heel. Thank God you said boot. <laughs> <laughs> I pull down my, my boot. I show him a little scar on my heel, um, a ridge of teeth that a crocodile got. You know, I I didn't get these while harvesting them. But because I got this is when I came up with the idea of 
getting as many of the bastards pelts as I could for sale. Oh, proof that uh, the lords love us is that they didn't give these guys wings. <laughs> well, yet you know there are things that look like lizards that fly, don't you? I have not seen them. I've been all over the nation. Well, now that's true. We haven't seen a dragon in a long time around these parts, but uh, you ask me, they're still around. They're just sleeping. I guess if there's no one else to really speak with, no one to, to hear a tale, I'll just uh, go to sleep so, the, so I'm uh, well refreshed for the morning. All right. Well, you, you head off to sleep, and as you head to sleep, I think we screen wipe to... Uh, Donovan, Donovan, we're, we're, um, hang with me here. Katjeet is now standing in front of a river. About a year ago, uh, after spending a day with an eccentric hunter who was looking to hunt werewolf, he spent a few days drinking. Finally, things kind of hit rock bottom and the money was running out along with the liquor. Yeah. Uh, but you had a chance meeting. Or maybe at this point you're wondering if it was chance at all. You sit kneeling in front of the western branch of the Emerald River, just east of Vast Haven. Or at least that's what the locals call it. You've never far, quite been this far. You're looking at a set of footprints in the soft sand. And you think back to that night when you met a weary old wizard in a dank decrepit tavern down just outside of the black forest dang good wizard <laughs> so tell us uh, describe for us that night what were you come back from uh the, is there anyone up there am i talking to anybody i mean yeah you're in it you're in a, oh they're at the river yeah no, I was thinking this was kind of a flashback to that night where you met your your wizard friend. Is is my camel with me? Oh, at this point, yeah, yeah, your camel's still with you in the up up at the Emerald River. Okay, so my character is going to he's he what is he doing at the river? He's looking for tracks or something? Or? Yes, you were looking at a set of tracks. So I look at the tracks and I kind of sit there and think. And as I'm thinking, I'm holding the reins to my camel. What I call him? Shabazz or whatever? I don't know. <laughs> Is his name Shabazz? It's either Shabazz or Shatid. What? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to tug on his reins, kind of draw his head a little lower, as I think. And I'm looking at these footprints and go, You know what, Shabazz? Freaking wizard. We are living the life on the dunes, killing werewolves, having fun almost dying, and now we're looking at a bunch of freaking marks next to the river, going who knows where. I can't believe that guy pulled me out of that inn, stopped a fist fight, which would have been fun, very fun, and had a drink with me, and had the nerve to ask me why I was cast out of my village. Next thing you know, we're talking, and I tell him this whole story. And you know what he says? He says I could start new life. Doesn't matter. Me. He said I could drink no more and start new life. Huh, that sounds pretty interesting, I think. And so he convinces me to go all the way up to Three Oaks and help him out. Long story short, you're still in the woods wondering what the hell. And I'm looking at these 
footprints in the ground. Hmm. What do you think, Shabazz? Should we have gone to Wolfhaven after all? All right. So I stand up. And what are these footprints I'm looking at? All right. So um, make me either an average survival or, yeah, sur let me make me an average. It's two purple difficulty perception check. Okay. You and Morty had been tracking a uh, changeling for ever since you left uh, the Dark Forest, Dark Forest Inn. Um, you guys separated or got separated around Mid Wraith, and uh, you chased this thing all the way through the Peaceful Forest, all the way up to right now where you are, just outside of Vast Haven. So, two purple difficulty. Okay. So you got a success, a threat, and a... Black Hole Sun? Uh, a triumph. Okay. So, um, what you see is that you notice that uh, this creature did cross the river right here. Um, you, can s you can't see across. That's, that's what I'm going to give you. The threat is you can't see across the river. It's actually pretty wide right here. So you're not really sure like where uh, from here you you need to go um, in terms of uh, you know you need to go across the river. Uh, how would you like to use your triumph? Um, I would like to use my triumph um, to. Am I just tracking them, or am I trying to do something to whoever I'm tracking? Whatever I'm tracking. You're, you're trying to catch it. Just catch, not kill. Well, I mean, that's up to you. You were trying to figure out, okay, so when Morty convinced you to take this job, um, he said it may lead back up to Three Oaks, that he had a, a fear that it might lead to Three Oaks, which is where he was from. He said this thing had been working with a small um, secret group within the, uh, the Thieves' Guild to steal magical items and magical items that were dangerous. Um, and so, A, he was trying to catch it to find out who he was working for. Uh, and um, B, if it, you know, if it didn't cooperate, well, then he might just, you know, y'all might have to deal with it uh, because you really wouldn't just want to let it go after you figure out what it is. You could... Depending on where you were, you could possibly hand it into the authorities, but really, uh, you would want to sort of stop this thing from doing, getting these magical items and uh, taking them to whoever he was working for. Okay, so I guess my my triumph would be that I notice something about it that either gives me advantage of it on them, or that it's like really close by. One of Okay. How about this? How about... Um, so, do you want to try and cross this river here or go down to Vast Haven and cross? Well, I missed, I missed completely what your response was to the triumph. Um, well, I, I would say, like, depending on what you decide to do here, you know it's crossed here. Um, if, if you want to dictate like you can see this thing across the river or you can see it like in the distance on the road or something that's fine but right now i, I kind of need to know like 
for me, I need to know what, what your course of action is. You know it's across the river. If I, if I see it, I'm going, to, I'm going to kind of quickly look for, like, is it safe to cross the river here? This is a crossing, right? No, it's just a river. This thing swam across this, this river. Like, you were, it- you were hot on its tail. It's, it's kind of desperate at this point. Okay, so yeah, we're going to cross the river, and then we're going to try to keep. Is it moving really fast? Yes, this is a very fast river. Okay, and then the the river's really fast. Yes. Is there crossing left or right? No, you would have to go down the to Vast Haven to get a safe crossing. No, I'm going to have to cross here. Okay. Um, basically, I would sit, I would real quickly secure as much stuff as I could. Okay. Um, and then try to fort it. Okay. All right. Um, well, this is a hard check for me. What do y'all think? Should I should spend another one or should I save it? Uh, y'all uh, easies too. I think it could be fun if you spent another story point. You guys die in the river. Reroll. <laughs> Please don't die in the river. Please. All right. I'll try one more time. Okay. Okay. So you fail with two advantages. All right, so you, you don't cross, but you don't cross, but I see a way I can get across. Okay, easy. Okay, maybe Ooh. you travel. You it, water kind of the the river kind of washes, like pulls you down a little bit further downstream, and you actually see a place where um, it's a little easier to cross. How about that? Yeah. This this triumph is up to you, man. I've got a couple ideas, but. It's really up to you how you want to spend that previous triumph to track this this care uh, this this changeling. Um, you could use it. Do you, I mean, do you have an idea? Or do you want me to give you some some ideas? Um. Well, I would say that with two triumphs here, right? Two successes here, whatever. Well, no. Just just think about the triumph. This is this is a separate role. You're just gotten across the river. You got okay, Yeah. How do you want to use a triumph to keep tracking this thing? Um, I would say that as I'm traveling up to him, there's actually other traffic on the road that slows him down. He has to stop and hide. Oh, okay. Um, so he's he made a little bit of lead with the river stuff, but I'd say like, you know, he's had he's having to hide, so I gain quite a bit up to him, or maybe up to him, however you want to say it. So as you're, you start tracking this thing, uh, it's actually going towards Vasthaven, uh, and you on you got your camel. What's his name? Shavaz. 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 So Shavaz is going at a good pace, and all of a sudden, you come up to a caravan, and I think that's where we seen change, and pick back up with Raytheon as he's on his way to Three Oaks. Okay. Your character, Raytheon, has finally made it to Three Oaks. After a couple of hard months of travel and after spending way too long in Fast Haven, getting way caught, too long. It's it is more it's just a little less than three months before the fiftieth anniversary of the Great War. And you can already tell like a few cities you've been through have started kind of prepping. Um, some cities celebrate it. Some cities don't. Depends on kind of what they, what city it is, and what city it belongs to. As you enter the, as you come up to the gates, uh, behind us, a small caravan um, that are bringing goods into the, the town. You notice a red-haired uh, 
young young lady uh, sitting just sitting on the crates, talking to a few of the city guards. When you approach it, what's beautiful and interesting about Three Oaks is that um, the gates are actually um, are pretty pretty well fortified. There are two towers on each side of the gate and manned with an archer on each. Um, there's actually some actually some walls that the gate uh, that lead out from the gates. Um, one leads to towards the the Starlight Lake. The other one leads to the forest and kind of ends. Uh, you can tell the forest gets so thick that it looks like really there really is no need for for walls at that point. Um, it's sort of just a safety precaution. It looks like, but there's also two two uh, guards that are sort of checking out the caravan, making sure that uh, just looking over the people and and talking to them, checking them out, making sure that they're not bringing anything um, too crazy inside Three Oaks. And uh, about you get to the gate, you see this young, and she's probably in her teens, uh, young red-haired girl, and she's just eating an apple, making some friendly remarks, you know, giving some people some, some uh, pointers on where to go. And uh, she catches, her eye catches you, definitely. Like, she sees you, and she smiles and kind of, like, squints her eyes, like she's trying to figure out what you're doing here sort of thing um you get a little closer and she actually just strikes up a conversation well what do we have here a woodland elf from the south you're a long way from home what no, not you? a what but huh? a who not a what but a who what brings you to three oaks and she hops down off her crate and eating her apple kind of approaches you well, there's only so much time you can spend in Fast Haven. Mm, you've been to Fast Haven? <laughs> it's also been to me. She kind of looks at you, like, furrows her brow, like, what? Like, I don't... Sorry, I don't, I don't do people very often. Um, no, that's okay. I'm not... Are you... I understand. So you were from this place. What was your name? Ruby Marigold, and she sticks out her hand. Oh, actually, she like sticks out her hand, then like brings it back and like wipes off the apple juice on her shirt, and then sticks it back out. I stick out my hand, bring it back, wipe it on my shirt, and stick it out. This is a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> she shakes your hand. So, um, anything I can help you with? I'm pretty handy around town. Grew up here my whole life. <laughs> This girl is very young. Tell like, Gavin over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, she is a young, young teenager. You wouldn't happen to know anything of this uh, this academy of mages I've heard so much about. Yeah, yeah, I do. That's what uh, Morty runs it. Well, I mean, he did run it, but then he left like a while ago, and so. There hasn't been a lot of people come to his academy for a while, but I can take you there. Actually, I can show you exactly where it is. You want to, you know I me? Mean? I mean, I don't mind. I ain't got nothing else to do today. Well, I've come this far. I may as well. All right. Were well, you planning on staying in Three Oaks for a while? Yes. Uh, actually, I thought I might find a room at an inn somewhere, some such. Well, you might be able to stay in the academy. I mean, nobody's there for the most part. Might be a little dusty, but I'm sure they wouldn't mind. Well, we might need to talk to the monk. 
he's uh he's kind of been watching over things for a while. Of course, I don't know. He kind of has a way of knowing things. She kind of looks at you like it's kind of weird sometimes. Always like there sometimes when you need him. It's a little undis. Uh, well, he's really sweet though. Really cool and wise. He's a dark elf. Not many around here. I mean, she says dark elf, and I immediately look somewhere else. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that a touchy subject? We don't have to talk about it. Well, I mean, Three Oaks is a wonderful town. I mean, it's only two days' journey. She, like, it just immediately changes the subject. It's only two days' journey from uh, Donhold, the capital, on the Old Forest Road. Uh, that's, I mean, Rexia. This is the, the nation that you're in, uh, the kingdom, the human kingdom. Um, it's something of a, I guess Three Oaks is something of a, a travel destination. People come here from everywhere. They often travel here to, to sell their trade or maybe even go through. Like there's a lot of mercenaries that have come through here. A lot of mercenaries recently. But anyway, come on this way. I'll show you exactly where it is. If you have any questions, just just feel free to ask. Ooh, very good. Um, so so you've, you've lived here your whole life or? Yeah, yeah, my whole life. How do you do it? It's, how do you how do you live in a place with so many streets and buildings? Well, as as you say this, you walk in and she goes, "Well, Three Oaks is kind of something special." And you walk in and you immediately can tell this is a different sort of town than Vast Haven. Something's different about it. Uh, yes, under normal circumstances, this place would probably make you uncomfortable, less uncomfortable than Vast Haven, but immediately you don't feel out of place here for some mm. strange reason. And it's all the trees, isn't it? She looks at you and she goes, "Yeah." Morty used to tell stories about how Three Oaks started, about how the the Three Oaks in town were magical, but. Uh, most people don't believe in that stuff. Oh, I think I might. I do too, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> Come on, I'll show you around. So she takes you up the main road, and she like shows you around. She shows you to the market and the blacksmith. She goes, there's a couple inns here and here, and you can stay there, but they kind of they're kind of pricey. Like I said, you might be able to find... They might be able to let you stay in the the Mage Academy. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, just to kind of expedite the stuff that happens through this, um, I would like to uh, I would like to go see this Mage Academy. Okay. Uh, Ruby says, well, "All right, well, follow me. We'll we'll go right there." Um, and she starts leading you. You guys walk. Uh, pretty much like you're walking out of town, and um, finally you see it up on a, a small little hill. It's a rather large tower. Um, it's not too tall. It's probably only three stories tall, uh, but it's actually a pretty pretty. You were you're surprised at how large it is, um, but it just fits right. It just fits this place. And um, so, Corey, are are you there, or where are you at today? Am I at the mage temple? Yeah, where where are you at? Yeah, I'm uh, I'll be doing my rounds to the mage temple 
for today. Okay. So I'm so, wandering around. Let's do uh, just to give everyone sort of your your background. Um, like I said, uh, five years ago, your dear friend Mortem uh, Tredorian, uh Morty left Three Oaks, leaving you in, basically in charge. He gave you a few tasks. The main task was pretty much just to watch over the town to make sure it was safe and to protect it if anything you know ever tried to attack it. Uh, you two spoke well into the night about how to ensure the city the safety of the city. Um, but as he left, um, Morty gave you some tasks, though. He instructed you to keep an eye out for a few individuals that may be coming through Three Oaks. Morty always had a way of seeming to know things, uh, and you kind of picked up on it. it. It always seemed to rub off on you, too. Uh, you guys always seemed to know when things could possibly happen or characters or people may come through the town. He told you that about three months before the 50th anniversary of the Violet Night, the end of the war, an elfin ranger from the south would be venturing the Three Oaks. He told you that he'd be looking to study under his tutelage and that uh, he wouldn't be here, but that he would be back, to tell him that he would be back. He gave you some cash, some coins, to pay him if he would be willing to stay and to keep a watch over the forest. After this, he said there would be a few other individuals coming and didn't say, though, when they would be coming. Told you that once the elf was on his way, the others would soon arrive. So what do your rounds look like for the day? Do you travel throughout the city? Checking on things? Do you just check on the... Where do you, where do you start out? Well, I'd say I'd start out at the, uh, at the temple, beginning of my day. You know, get, every, get everything in order. Well, there's nothing really getting in order there, but... Maybe just prepare the, check on... some, some sacraments for the day for the people <laughs> of Three Oaks. Yeah. Maybe do some, some morning, morning, morning rituals for everyone. A few of those, you know, just checking out people's, see how everyone's doing in the temple specifically. The temple itself is kind of like a safe haven, all walks of life. Okay. All right. Um. After that, I usually I would, he would go to the I would go to the mage academy, walk around checking, just nothing specifically, just making sure everything's in order. Nothing. Nothing's missing. Okay. Just overall, keeping the place. All right. So I'd say that you're probably there now, and all of a sudden you hear a knock on the door. Sorry, it's kind of old. You're gonna have to knock louder. <laughs> knock, <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> Miss, uh, hello. You Is that hear, Ruby saying hello? Yes, you hear a very familiar voice. Ruby, <laughs> Ruby is to give you a background of who Ruby is to this town. Ruby is like, she's kind of like a, she's not a street rat, but like everyone knows Ruby, and Ruby knows everyone, 
she kind of is like she knows she's got her ear to the ground. She knows what's happening in Three Oaks. Um, she comes up to the temple to see you once a day, probably, um, and also has her own like enterprises. She often travels and tries to to sell things to the blacksmith or in the market or down at the fishing docks, just depending on what day it is and what she's got to sell. Um, she is a she has a spark for adventure. Uh, that you can tell you you probably um, see a little bit of yourself in her um, a little bit of a se- of yourself when you and Morty first uh, started out traveling together in the war um, and so yeah yeah definitely definitely Ruby <laughs> hello is anybody here oh Ruby it's uh caught me off guard it's not like you to knock before entering well you know I mean, what can i do for you anyway here's my new friend he's a wood elf from where'd you say you're from again i didn't say where i was from oh okay uh but i am from near the dark forest south of ravenhold raytheon this is zeku zeku this is raytheon ah this yes make your acquaintance uh, I offer my hand for a handshake. Wipe <clears throat> my hand on my shirt and stick it out. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Ruby um, kind of snickers. <laughs> I kind of give a confused look, but still go for the handshake. Uh, so you must be Raytheon Mistweave, I take it. Morty's been... Morty wanted me to expect you. This handshake suddenly gets a whole lot more aggressive. Um, I'm gonna see if I can if I can like lock his wrist, pull his center of gravity toward mine, and and get like real close to him. Like, how do you know my last name? Her blouse falls to the floor. <laughs> do you do you resist or do you let him pull you to you? Uh, I let him pull him, pull me to him. I don't. I don't feel any any threat right now. And I say, well, it's information Morty gave me. And who is Morty? Morty's the the mage, the the head mage of this academy you're currently in. Let go. Step back. This is definitely the place I was looking for. And Ruby leans in, and goes, "See, I told you he knew things." I should have listened. <laughs> it's okay. Well, some say nowadays Ruby might know more than I. Oh, stop it. Well, Ruby, uh, I'm sure you have plenty of business to attend to. If uh, I may talk to Mr. Raytheon privately, I greatly appreciate it. Sure, I got some cobalt teeth I need to go sell. And she, off she goes, <laughs> see you later. How did she get those? You'll find if you stay here long enough, it's best not to question <laughs> what she gets into. Right, right, because wilderness dentistry is such a normal childhood hobby. She um, sticks her head back in and goes, I'll never tell you my secret. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we pick up back with Cat Cheat. We do a scene change. And Kat G, you were about to make another survival check. 
just to purple again. If you want to do perception check, you can, uh, but it's going to be a little bit harder difficulty. All right, so with that success, you, you succeed. Um, this is what you see. This thing has, um, he has hid within this caravan, or at least his tracks lead in the same direction as this caravan. It's a pretty large caravan, about, about 60 people. How would you like okay. to spend that advantage? Um, <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, okay, one more time. Do I know what he is? You know it's a changeling. You have not oh. seen this thing. Yeah, it's a changeling. You know that it can change forms. You have not seen this thing in a while, like physically. You've just been tracking his tracks for a while. Okay, so um, the caravan, the advantages, this is a caravan that goes all over the place. So that they they aren't as, like, you know, what the heck is a, is a cat person, you know, thing. So they're not, they're not going to be all shocked when I ride up to them. But hey there, I'm trying to, you know, hello. Uh, do y'all know that uh, y'all might have a changeling in your midst? I'm trying to track one down, and he looks from his tracks like he's come up into your party. Have y'all recently gained anyone in the last, say, day? One of the women kind of looks at you and goes, "Why, gosh, no, we haven't, we haven't noticed anything. I mean, Nothing at all. We, he he's a changeling. He would look like a normal person. I mean, we did, uh, we did group up with a, a group of five people." just uh, earlier this morning, but um, they all look normal. I mean, I don't even know what a changeling looks like. Well, that's in their name. They change to look like other people and animals, and I don't know. I'll, I do know I've been tracking it forever, and I've seen its tracks. It led right up to your caravan, so I think one of those five new people uh, might be dangerous. I'm trying to track them down for... A major wizard guy in Three Oaks. Well, I mean, you could talk to one of the guards. I mean, maybe they'll know. I'd love to. If they know about changelings, they know they are quite dangerous. This one in particular has dangerous plans, but even to your party, I mean, they are known to kill. That's how they survive. They kill and take the place of the person they kill. That's our head guard up there. His name is, uh, his name is Gregor. And uh, he'll know exactly what to do. Well, thank you very much. I will go speak to this Gregor. You are very pretty, by the way. Wink. Oh. She like <laughs> yeah, blushes. Please say wink. <laughs> wink. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go over to Gregor. Oh, wow. Hello there. Hell and well met, friend. Why, hello. I'm Katji. I am from the Dunair down south. I, do you all have any experience with us? Do you know about the cat people? Ah, uh, well, in my youth, I fought alongside some of your uh, Dunair in the Great War. And uh, he holds his hand out and shakes, like, offers to shake your hand. I shake his hand readily. I go, oh, that is great news. I'm actually, in part, relying upon our reputation of our people as honorable. I was hired by a wizard to track a changeling that looks like he has joined your party, but of course I don't know which person it is. I heard uh, from 
that pretty desert flower over there that you gained five people recently. I'm thinking he might be one of them. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we did, we did. Um, do, do you know of changelings? Do you know the, the threat they would pose to your traveling party should he uh, remain with you? Well, I've, I've never run into one, but I've heard, I've heard the tales. That they're, they're nasty business. Yes, uh, well, would, is there any way I could perhaps review the last five people who joined up? It would be in both of our best interests to find this one. And you say these things can change, take any color, any form they want? From what I know, they can take, uh, well, not any form, but they can definitely look like other people. Uh, they're the, the primary thing I think changelings do is uh, kill and then take the place of the person that they killed. Uh, At least that is the, what do we know of them in the dunes. Um, all right, so he he hollers, Halt! Everyone, halt! And the caravan slowly, slowly comes to a halt, pretty much. And uh, he um, gathers his guards, talks to them, and um, you can tell, like, he's telling them what's up. And um, they he sends a couple of them out. They go find the they go find the people that join up with them. However, they say we can only find four. Ah, uh, you can only find four. Well, so what, what do I know about changeling? Um. Well, uh, make me a. Hmm. What would this be? Um, Leo, uh, just so you, uh, you know, um, just keep in mind, I would have flat out asked questions about what this is thing you're asking me to track. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, you know that, um, they are good at building networks. Um, that's why this thing's probably been so hard to track. You've probably never seen one, but they are master disguises. Like, not only can they take on the shape of a person, but if given like the proper means, they could even possibly mimic that person if they're able to kind of watch that person. They are pretty deadly. Uh, some have even been known to master the arcane arts. Those are the ones that, that Morty was actually very afraid of. Uh, he kind of felt like this one probably was one that could wield magic. Um but they can change like very quickly. Like it's it's uncanny how quickly they can change. Do they have any weaknesses? It'd be great if they had some like universal personality flaw, or maybe a way to to test if they are a changeling. Uh, maybe like silver or something. Yeah, because that's that's actually sort of like a, a legendary thing from our world is that changelings can't stand silver because they're fairies technically. Okay. You wanna? I mean, it, this is up to y'all too. Like, you think that's a good way to to test out to see if if someone is is a is a changeling? Yeah. It would at least be great. It'd be a great flaw to balance their uh, their power. Okay. It would at least be a really cool piece of folklore, and we could see if it works or not. Okay, 
All right, so let's say this this uh, changeling is he, Morty tells you that they are um, they are not just deathly scared of silver, but uh, it 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 causes them pain, like it hurts them. It's like a weakness of theirs, kind of like werewolves. Um, werewolves kind of have the same sort of like the you've heard of tales of old of of your ancestors hunting werewolves with silver tipped arrows and silver lined blades as well. All right, so so basically, the, so the four new people come up. You said, yes. Four, uh, five. Go, where is the fifth one? I heard there were five. This is uh, one of the guards says, well, "This is all we could find." Like uh, I would look at Gregor and be like, "Gregor, you know this might mean there might already have been a slaying. Uh, they might be in one of the other people already. Do you have do you, do you have any silver? Perhaps silver coins." Uh, yeah, so, um, Gavin, just to catch you up, Donovan has caught up. Donovan has actually found your caravan, and uh, he's been chasing this, this changeling, and apparently this changeling has, um, has been, um, has infiltrated your caravan. Um, if you would like, um, how about you make me a perception check, Gavin? Just to notice, see if you have noticed anything as these these five people came up uh, into your party, and see if you noticed noticed anything um, out of the All ordinary, right. out of the you know, set out of the ordinary. All right. Uh, I would say does. this is a. Let's see here. This is going to be a one green, two red. Uh, no, no, no. It's, uh, sorry, not. I keep. Getting my colors wrong. Uh, the difficulty is going to be three red dice. What? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I fell. Uh, I fell horribly. That's your per- perception. Yeah, I'm not the perceiver. I'm the <laughs> okay. I'm the beater and the talker. Gotcha. Um, you notice nothing. Uh, you fell with a threat and a despair. Um, <laughs> he's just sitting there mumbling gold, gold, gold to himself. Gold, 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 gold. You gold. are completely oblivious. You didn't even know that there was five new uh, travelers in your caravan. Yeah, yeah so I'm completely focused on the river. I'm not focused on the uh, on people in my caravan, unless they want to buy something. Uh, I'm going to take that despair and I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah. Here's what I would propose to Gregor. I'd be like, Gregor, how about this? I have a gold, a uh, silver piece right here. Could you, could you tell me if you've seen it before? And I hand it to him. Would he take it? And then be like, it looks like any other silver piece. I go, yes. How? I'd be like, okay, well, that's my test. Huh? What? They, they don't like money? The silver burns them. If they have any silver on them. Oh. They'll probably have stuff that looks like silver. That's why I use my coin. Well, how do we go about doing this? Do we give each 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 guard a silver piece and have them go test them? Uh, how many people are in the caravan? Well, picking up five gave us sixty. Sixty? That's not too long. I do you have time for me to just pass it to each person? I could go down the line. It could be pretty quick. Uh, I tell you this: we should start with guards. The big I mean, thing is to have people moving around while we test. 
You have perhaps already suffered a death. Maybe two. Where, where am I while he's having this discussion? Um, I mean, where are you? Do you want to be? I mean, you could be right there with them, listening to this discussion. Okay. Um. All right. So, authority that he is a strong magic user, so he is particularly dangerous. So, what's our goal here? Do do we not want? Like, do we not want people to panic, or do we just want to catch the fifth one and be done with it? Well, it seems like the object would be to 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 catch this thing, you know, as quick as we can. If it's if it's if it's changing and killed somebody, then we don't want anybody else to die. Uh, excuse me, who, who, who is this? Oh, hi, my name's Leo. Hello, Leo, have you seen this before? Uh, I heard this to you. Yes, could you hold it for a second? Look really close to it. Okay, great. I put it in my pocket. <laughs> I Let's see. One silver <laughs> plus... All right, I would like my coin back now. Well, you just gave me a silver. I said, have you seen it before? Not to have. I assume, is that payment for me answering the question, or...? No, it's payment for me not having to dispose of you. We are trying to find whether or not you are changeling. Okay, well, thank you for the payment. Huh? Thank you for the payment. I will look at Gregor. <laughs> Hand the man his silver back. He's trying to find somebody that's probably uh, killed somebody. Come on, Leo. Okay, okay. All right. Come on. So, because it's over back, I, I hand him a copper. <laughs> no, not a copper, Leo. <laughs> hand him back this man is silver. All right, so did I burn you? Okay. Uh, nice to meet you, whatever you said your name was. My name is Leo. What is your name? Giant cat person. My name? You might not have earned it yet, but you can call me Cat G. Rogan. Catchy Ragon? No, Catchy Rogan. Catchy Rogan? No, with the accent I say to you, not the one you come up with when you say to me. I, I start to walk away. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, the other, the caravan leader goes, listen, we've got to do this quick. We're on a deadline. If we spend too much time out here, we lose money, okay? Let's, let's, let's line everyone up like he says. And I think we scene change there and pick back up with Raytheon and Zeku getting to know each other in Three Oaks. Well, I've, I've traveled from my from my home place to to here so that I might study uh, study the the arcane arts and expand my skills beyond simple woodcraft. Is there still instruction happening? this place um i sort of look around pointedly at you know the dust that's gathering and the distinct lack of people make you a, make me a perception check for you anything um two purple oh cool okay so that's two green and a yellow Roll. all right this place while it looks deserted, it's really clean. Um, I, you would probably think magically clean for some reason. Right. However, um, I'm going to say that those two advantages, it, if you want to do something, you've got an idea. I've got an idea on how those two advantages might 
clue into this. So noti noticing that it does look like the place is well kept, but it looks like nobody's actually doing anything combined with the uh, with Ruby's commentary on it saying that, like it wasn't like there's basically nobody here. I don't really know where to go with those two, like with what I'm trying to see besides the fact that it's clean here. You notice a table that is made from dark forest wood, dark forest pine wood. It is beautiful. Um, your people often make beautiful furniture with it. Uh, but you definitely notice a dark uh, forest pine table, and de basically a desk. Basically, and mm. there are some books on it. Uh, and so, so I ask him. So, who studies there? Uh, that's quite a piece of furniture. Um, I'm assuming is that Morty's desk? Um, no, actually, it's just one of the desks that, uh, um, that is just used by people. Uh, Morty kind of got it kind of right before he left, actually. Um, he kind of been excited about it. And uh, you know, Fate, that uh, Zeku knows that those are where uh, Morty left his uh, teaching manuals. Gotcha. <clears throat> Alright, well, um, well, as you've probably seen, not a lot of teaching goes on in this academy nowadays since Morty left. Yes, how long has he been gone? It's it's been about five years. Ah, oh, I'm late. Um Well thank thank you very much for your time. I I hate to have wasted it. Um if there's no instruction to be had here, I'd I I'd better I'd better find some other means of, of employment. Now, hold on. There's no teaching happening here, but as Morty was expecting you, as ex was expecting you, he did leave something for you. I go and grab the manuals from the table. Very strange. And hand them. Hand them over to Raytheon. Uh, uh, I I can't I can't take these. Uh, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't leave these for just anybody. He entrusts these to you. And he has an eye out for good people. Good elves. One day I will have to meet with this Morty and thank him for this. It, I, I hate to impose further, but... You you wouldn't happen to have any spare rooms here. I'll, I I would gladly pay for my for my lodging. The academy for as long as you're staying here, the academy is yours to live in. No strings attached. Well, one string if you'll have it. Um, what is this string, and what does it unravel? <laughs> While you'll be staying in Three Oaks, Morty has asked me the request of you if you'd be interested in keeping watch over the forest around us. Done. 
Like, like obviously, like waiting for the chance to do something. In the woods. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, done. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, it kind of, I just kind of pause for a second, like, and surprised, like, oh, that was terribly easy. And, um, feel very much like, not voicing this loud, but Raytheon feels very much like he has just walked into a trap and he doesn't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's very suspicious. <laughs> Um, uh, okay then. And of course, your service would not be for free. And I pull the pouch from my from the side of my waist and toss it to him. Pouch full of coins. I let it drop and then pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, if it was if it had like a poison spike in it somewhere, <laughs> then it would have been like I squeeze the bag, it stabs you. Well, uh, Zeku, so it's, uh, it's very strange to, to make your acquaintance, but I think it will be good. <laughs> if it's permissible, I will retire to the forest. Absolutely. Um, if you need me, you can find me. Good day. And he's he's stung. <laughs> okay. Like, can't wait to get out of that room because he doesn't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> Odd lad. I can see why Morty picked him. <laughs> Alright, so as you leave the Mage Academy and Raytheon is left holding the books, we pick back up with Leo and Kat G as they begin to attempt to try and figure out who the changeling is by testing each person in the caravan. So you guys start doing this. Make me a... Both of you make me a... Yeah, make me a... It's going to have to be another three red difficulty check. Perception? Uh, perception. Yeah, it's going to have to be perception. Now, is it all red? Yeah. No, no. Black? You're, you're, no, you're trying... You're going against this, this character's stealth. He is trying to avoid... Or it's trying to avoid you by stealthing. Oh, 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 man. Okay, so... <laughs> wow! That's a weird combination. That's a mess. How did that you happen? You have two threats. Um, man, I don't know how to... So you fail with two threats. Um, Does the triumph and the uh, despair just kind of cancel no, out? So here's the thing about... Uh, let's, let's, let's deal with yours first. You've got two threats. Um... How about this? How about you um, you try and help things along because you know you don't want like this thing to take too long. You want to get to Fasthaven by this evening, um, and I'm gonna say like you start using like silver, but you uh, you end up like losing two silver because like you're 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 like trying to test people, and then it's just all the commotion. You lose two silver. Is that too much? I think it's. I lose two yeah. silvers. For two I lose two for two threat. Uh, or just one. How about how about just one silver? How about that? You destroy me, Matt. <laughs> just one silver. You destroy my cred. <laughs> okay, I'll take a I'll take a silver. All once. right. So here's how these this Donovan's uh, thing works. Donovan, you you're gonna catch this thing because you succeed on your check. Um, hey, real quick, what do these symbols mean? Okay. Right here, I got two successes, an advantage, yep. a triumph, and a critical failure. A dis- basically. A 
What do they cancel them out? Last no. year or what? So triumphs and despairs do not cancel out. They are going okay. to happen. I think at this point, um, you start getting through everything, and then uh, you realize there's one person that hasn't touched a silver yet. It's it's the leader of the caravan. It's the guy that that was like, "Let's hurry this up. We don't have all day. We're on a schedule." But here's what I think is going to happen. Um, well, how do you want to use your triumph? That's the thing. Does it matter what order we go? Well, do you want to know what the despairs are going to be? Uh, well, the despair singular, right? Well, Gavin wrote a despair earlier, and I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna, I'm gonna use that now because I, I, I'm held on to that one, and uh, so something's gonna happen to the caravan here in a second. Okay, so I guess my triumph is, I just. I go, I, uh, I start going, going, well, I think that's pretty much everybody, and then run through. And run him through? You're going to try and just stab him? Wait, here's the thing. Really, did the, did the main guy want me to stop him or bring him in? He wanted you to get information from him and then dispose okay. of him. Uh, uh, well, that's what I say. I kind of saying I turned to Gregor. This isn't Gregor, right? This is somebody else, right? No, yeah, uh, this, this is the this caravan is the caravan leader. leader. Yeah, Gregor's kind of like yeah, like you. He's like yeah, I think that's about it. I, I will add, I am a massive guy with a good with a sword, clearly capable. Okay, you, so, might, you you can always bring me into your fold here. Do, do you say that? Do you say that? Uh, uh, you walked this over. Do you let us know? Yeah, I say, man, I, I, I get with everyone. But let's let's say that's how you figure out everyone touched it, except for that one guy. I say, I, I went through everybody, you know, I lost a silver on this. Well, here you go, my friend. Here are two silver to replace yours, and one more silver for your help. And as I hand it to you, I go, it's clearly this guy. He did not touch them. Can you help me subdue him? Uh, let me let me speak to him first. And yes, I can help you subdue him. Okay. Um, so I walk over to the caravan leader and say, man, I, I don't think we found him. Hey, um, I've got a question, leader. Yeah? You remember that story uh, Gregor was talking about last night? Uh, which one? Oh, hey, quick qu question. I was gone when, when, uh, when you were talking about whether or not he arrived. When did, when did they arrive? Like when, um, was that, Earlier this was morning. That, Okay, yeah. You remember that conversation Gregor was talking about last night? Yeah. Um, didn't you think it was strange that he was such a... that he was a dancer for all of his time back then? I know. No one would know that it's... that he's... he's a dancer. He was a dancer. I pull out my sword. Could, could I, it, during, while they were starting talking, I would have been trying to get Gregor's attention. I don't know really where I would have said that. That's fine. You can you can do that. I think you guys have surrounded this guy at this point. Yeah, my sword comes out, gentlemen. I think we found our part. What are you talking about? This isn't. No, it's not me. I attack. 
Um, okay, so before we attack, we're gonna we're gonna transition scenes. So we're gonna leave there as you guys draw your swords. We switch scenes to uh, <laughs> sorry, but you guys have been going a while, so we gotta get some other other of the players <laughs> going. And I'm gonna release my codpiece. Okay. So I knew it was barbed. <laughs> Who is dual wielding now? <laughs> All right, I think we scene change again and pick back up on things in Three Oaks. Bang in Three Oaks. So, I'm going to say... Okay, so here's here's kind of the, the timeline we've got going, right? Um, I think at this point, like, we've got two separate timelines that are somewhat disconnected from each other, okay? Yes. Right, we've got Three Oaks that are happening, and I think that maybe... Um, I think we're going back in time a little bit to see what's happening in Three Oaks to catch back up. Um, I think Three Oaks is maybe like a month behind um, what's happening on the caravan, maybe two months behind at this point. Okay. Um, maybe almost three months. Like it's been a couple, it's been a while since you've been in Three Oaks. Well, I mean, it took me almost a month to get there. Yeah, well, I think like I think like the caravan, the the caravan fight and everything is is happening closer to like when everybody gets together, which is in the future okay. from when we're popping back into Three Oaks. So it's been maybe a month, month and a half. Um, tell me, Jordan, what what are sort of your what's sort of your uh, routine at this point? Okay, so Raytheon generally. Um, he is he is careful to avoid taverns as much as he can, um, but but really he spends a lot of time uh, just sort of in the woods. He's he's built sort of a semi permanent camp to the west of the uh, of the Mage Academy, uh, where he uses sort of as a as sort of a hub for his uh, for his grounds. Uh, groundskeeping stuff, you know, kind of kind of thing where he's he's kind of going through the through the forest, you know, he's figuring out what the ecology of the place is. Um and um and so he's established sort of a semi-permanent base camp. Uh which he which he'll move like a, once every couple weeks uh so that he doesn't uh infringe on the forest too much. As at like every time he learns something new from uh, from the texts that Morty left behind, he is so excited about it um, that he sp he spends like that entire day just playing with the new spell, playing with the new magical theory thing. Um, and when he gets it right, he's he's very careful not to let anyone observe this. Well, so we're we're kind of early in his uh, in his development as a mage, so um, I think he's trying to just sort of explore everything and see what he's good at. I think he would have started off with more utility stuff, just because like it seems like it's more basic things. Yeah. Uh, either like he would have started with utility stuff, and maybe he would have played around with some agility enhancement stuff. Okay. So you're trying to learn the ropes. You, <clears throat> one evening you're like, oh, okay, so he, this is the rudimentary way to produce fire. And you kind of like speak the incantation and you, you like, I don't know, do you snap your fingers? Do you like 
do you know Emperor Palpatine fingers to to create fire? What? How would you? How do you think he would attempt to create fire one evening? I think that his his thing is like he uh, he like snaps his fingers and points to where he wants it to go. Oh, all right. So you're you're doing this, um, and and as you're, I think so. You're learning. You're learning. I think one day, uh, uh, make me a perception check. It's going to be too purple. One morning, you wake up. You're out in the woods. You're just kind of doing your thing. Make me a perception perception check. Too purple. Too, too purple. Um, too purple, you say. Yes. Rolling. Canceled. All right, so... You're so you wake up one morning. What's your what's your normal routine? So you you get up, you're kind of normal routine. Do you how often do you check in with Zeku? Oh, that happens in the afternoons. Okay. Um, just you know, around midday or so, when there's not really so much going on as far as like animal activity or anything, it's the heat of the day. Um. Kind of go in and uh, and just sort of chat with him. Maybe like talk a little bit about what the um, like what new thing I've figured out. Okay, I think uh, <clears throat> so. This check, you're you're doing your morning routine. You're kind of in the woods, and all of a sudden, like uh, Ruby jumps out of a bush and scares the living daylight out of you. Ha! Need to do something to not attack her. <laughs> um, I think this is probably a a common occurrence at this point with ruby she's turned this into a game with you because you're a wood elf and she thinks this is a challenge for her to sneak up on a wood elf so okay um <laughs> good in in that case i will have taken to just walking around with a clod of dirt in my hand <laughs> and, uh, and i throw it at her hey these are nice new leather arbor gauntlets. Don't get them dirty. I just washed them. Come on. You be playing outside if you don't want things to get dirty. Hey, now that, well, uh, that, well, okay, fine. You got a point there. So, how's your day? Fine. How's yours? Well, yet to be seen how good it will turn out. She says with a sort of a, a a grin. We'll see what the day has in store. Maybe we'll get oh, into sweet some. Seth, what are you planning, child? I'm always up to something. So, have you learned any new magic tricks? You ain't really told me anything. I start a small fire inside her shoe. Just. Inside <laughs> 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 the shoe. Her, she just jumps into the water head first. <laughs> it kind of like. Pops up and goes, that wasn't very nice. But it was very funny. I thought we were friends. We are. Look, you took a bath for once. <laughs> she crosses her arms. Oh. Yeah, fine. She drags out and, like, you hear the swoosh, swoosh. Jeez. <laughs> wasn't planning on getting in the water until this afternoon. What's this afternoon? Well... I heard the fishermen say that they saw some turtles swimming up the street. Now, people like turtles. They like turtle stew. If I can catch a couple, I can sell a couple. I can help you do that. Okay. 
so um so where where upstream show me well it would be downstream from us they were saying upstream from the lake so probably around uh probably halfway between the first bridge and the second bridge uh you you kind of know where this is now the first bridge is down towards the lake where the sawmill is and the second bridge is closer to the academy so kind of closer to town um that's kind of what her guess is is they've probably made it up to there um she kind of has seen this happen before. So you guys head off and uh, make me a survival check. And you are going to, um, let's see here. She's helping you. So what's your what's your skills right now on in um, survival? Survival? Um, I've got a rank in it and it's a career skill. So I have uh, two green and a yellow. Two green and a yellow. Okay. Add another yellow to that. Okay. Because um, she's definitely skilled in survival, and she has a higher one of our skills is a two instead of one. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, definitely add a, uh, add a two yellow, or one, so, one add one yellow to your check. Basically, upgrade one of your green dice. And oh, upgrade, upgrade the die, so I'm rolling two yellow, one green. Yes. The check is going to be just uh, one purple. And add her boost die, since she kind of knows the lay of the land. Okay. So that's success to advantage. Okay. All right, you guys catch um, catch a couple turtles. Uh, what kind of... How do you want to use that advantage? Um... I want to say that we start off, we don't see any turtles, but um, but we do see some fish. So I teach her to make a uh, to make sort of like a stiff net out of a uh, out of like bulrushes, and we net some fish and uh, use some sticks to to create like a trap for them. Okay. And put it like and put that near a uh, near like an overhang in the bank. Okay. That way, uh, so like the bottleneck faces the um, faces the the uh, the bank, and we've got sort of like a pin set up so that we don't have to catch turtles. We just trap turtles. Oh, okay. Okay. And so we uh, we put the fish in that bottleneck so they can't swim out. Neither can the turtles. Gotcha. Well, cool. All right, so y'all y'all trap a couple turtles for the day. And um, yeah, um, what else? What else do you guys do? Do you guys go try and sell them? Do you try to eat them? I think that we try to sell them. It's getting kind of late, and uh, cleaning a turtle takes a while. Okay. All right. So you guys take off to go clean the turtles, and we screen wipe back to Leo and Katji. I try to stick my sword in them. <laughs> All right, so here's what happens. As you guys sort of surround this guy, um, give me a perception check. Why? Oh, I don't know. This is going to be too purple difficulty. All of a sudden, he throws a bag of coins to you, and you catch it. Oh, it was filled with poison! <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm putting a point in vigilance because of that. All right. So, Leo, you you failed at perceiving anything. 
Um, here's here's what Katjeet sees. Katjeet, you see uh, behind this the the changeling that you find uh, about no, I don't know thirty feet behind. There's you see some bushes begin to shake and uh, quiver as. Uh, it, it's not just they all shake at one time. It's like one shakes and then it moves, like it starts shaking and moves to the other bush and then moves to the other bush and moves back and forth. And it almost seems like they're each bush is like getting closer. Like there's the bushes are starting to shake closer and closer to you guys. How would you guys like to use your advantages? I would, I would immediately inform old warband guy. <laughs> Uh, those bushes are strange companions. You've got the trouble coming. We'll take care of this guy. Um, bonus to my next roll. Bonus to Kajit's next uh, roll. Okay. All right. So you could give uh, a boost die to uh, Kajit's roll and then a boost to yourself. Okay. All right. Well, everyone needs to roll initiative. That is a straight vigilance check. All right, here is the order of initiative. You have NPC, PC, NPC, PC. Uh, oh, I forgot to roll the guards. You are close range to um, to changeling dude. You are medium range from the bushes. And um, the changeling gets to go first. Okay, he fails. Um... He fails this magic check. Um, he was trying to place a curse on you. However, you both are going to suffer um, one strain. He tried to place a curse. Instead, you just hear someone yell, Fuck! No, that was me cursing. That's the wrong thing. <laughs> um, Wait, so we can actually, we can actually experience uh, damage from a trial? No, that's from the advantage. You suffer one strain each. Okay, if I we get advantages, we can just give people strain. Yeah, you can recover. Yes, yeah, you can give people. You can cause people to suffer strain, or you can give them a setback dice, or you can do something else. Um, so Donovan and Leo, you guys are going to suffer. Well, let's see. He had, how many strain do you have? He had one strain. Okay, um, he's going to pick. Um, Donovan, he's going to pick you because you've been chasing him. You suffer one strain. Um, the triumph is he, um, hmm. all right, he grabs a little girl and pulls out his dagger and slowly begins to back up and says, don't nobody move or I'll kill her. And you can tell he's moving towards a horse that is nearby. Stop him before they get to the horse, for the um, love of God. He moves one distance away, so now he is medium. Well, who wants to go? I mean, do you guys want... Do one of you guys want to go, or do you want to let um, one of the guard? Do you want to let the guards go? It's up to y'all. That's how... I'm definitely, I'm definitely waiting, waiting to see how uh, Kaji or uh, the guards play this. How far away is it to the horse? You're at medium range. He is at the horse. Basically, he's backed up from you to the horse. He's gotten to the horse. Does that make sense? So, yeah, he's got the hostage. He's got the little, a little girl with a blade on her neck 
uh, and he's backed up to a horse, and you can tell like he's getting ready to try and get on the horse. My, see, the uh, the the turn order is kind of weird here because is everything happening at once? Because my my character would want to kind of sneak around to the horse, um, but he's you know, but with them engaging, that's what he would do if he felt like Leo wasn't going to support him. Well, okay, so so so, do you want me to go? It would depend. I want to go after Leo. Okay. Um, so okay, so if I'm going to start, then I would. Uh, I mean, I would talk. Like I, I would. I would start to walk towards him and, and say, "Look, um, put the girl down." Uh, I'm walking towards him. Look, put the girl down. If um, there's no need to involve her, if you involve her. And we do get the better of you, and you've hurt her. We will make it painful. Otherwise, there's just there's just questions for you. Uh, he kind of hisses and goes, "I know what the Khajiit will do to me." What if I protect you? What if I give you my word? I'll protect you from any kind of fatal work, fatal action. But yet, do you know what I will do to you if you don't? <laughs> you don't convince this guy to protect you. If All right. Um, I would say this is probably a charm check. So uh, the difficulty is one purple, two red. Ah, oh, jeez, your checks are so hard. This game. He's a he's a hard character. You're going against him. Um, all I missed from my roll was my single advantage. The single advantage I gave myself. That one uh, for my advantage. From. For, oh yeah, so your blue die. Go ahead and roll a blue die. Just roll a single blue die. See what you get. Um, okay, so you get a single success. All right. So but, what uh, you, what like you, a budget? What's that? Gone. So you get a single. You get one success. Uh, the threat and, and advantage cancel out. So you have one success. So you succeeded in. What are you trying to convince this guy to do? Uh, basically, is I'm, I'm convincing her him to not involve the girl. That if he doesn't involve the girl, I'll try to protect him. From, okay. from death. You've convinced him. He will le let go of this girl on his next turn. Okay. Um, now that's my action, and I, I have moved closer. Do I have anything else, or is that uh, the whole, my, my turn? That's your turn. So you've moved from I, I medium, feel good about that. medium range to short range. Okay. He goes, he responds, goes, fine. I'll let the girl go. Now, Donovan, what would you like to do? It is your turn. My character would totally try to stealth around to where he's on the other side of the horse. All right, make me a stealth check. Okay. That is going to be three red die difficulty. Three red die difficulty. Three red die difficulty. Okay. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you kind of, uh, all right, how do you fail? How do you fail in this check? <laughs> okay, so. Uh, basically, my guy would try to go around the other side of stuff and go under a cart to get, like, behind, you know? But as he starts to go around, guards who are already going to the bush kind of go right past him and bump into him. So he kind of gets disoriented. He ends up basically on the wrong side of the horse. So he, he, he basically just winds up uh, unstealth. Okay. Uh, how do, would you like to use those two advantages? Uh, I guess I do still get to close distance, maybe? Because I don't get to stealth, but I do get to... Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on a second. Roll me in the... Roll a blue die. Just roll a straight blue die. You forgot your, you forgot your boost die. 
that you were supposed to roll. Let's roll your blue die, see what you get. Okay, so you got four advantages. All right, that helps you out a little bit more. That's that's. I mean, <clears throat> this thing's not going to be happy that that. Uh, yeah, it's triumph worthy. This guy's not going to be happy that you've snuck up behind him or tried to sneak up behind him after he agreed to let the girl go. So, how do you want to spend those two advantages? Um. So okay, so I do wind up being behind. Yeah, but you you technically have a triumph. You yeah, I would say you failed to get to where you want to go. Wherever you were trying to get to, you're not able to. I mean, you can get there, but he's going to know you're there. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, basically, I, I'm I get there, but between all that's going on, the horse still spooks and kind of starts to meander away. Oh, so you, you want him to just kind of like move away, move from like short to medium or engage to medium range? Yeah, kind of past me. All right, so NPC slot, or is that your turn? Are you done? That's uh, a movement. It, well, that's an action. action well, you've taken your action. You've taken your movement. Wait, uh, wasn't that just his movement? Or is stealthing the movement? Yeah, if you, want, if you wanted to stealth, yeah. Anytime you want to use a skill check, that is your action. Okay. Yeah. So basically, uh, he's using it in conjunction with his movement. So can I use the hints and it'll just be like, be like, I do not need to harm you at all as long as you let the girl go and come with me willingly. Okay, NPC turn. At this point, the guards have moved off to investigate the bushes. At, as soon as they get, like, as they turn, uh, a pack of kobolds charge out of the, the, the bushes. But another pack charge out from the opposite side as well. You have two packs of kobolds attacking this caravan. Uh, what happens is this... Uh, <laughs> Gosh, um, as one of the guards is kind of like he's not very bright. He kind of is like, "What's in the bushes?" And like ventures a little too close to the bush. Right as Gregor's like, "Don't get near it!" And the whole pack of kobolds just jump <laughs> out and clobber this guard. Um, he is, jeez, let's see, that's yeah, yeah. That that first guard, that first guard is dead. But as he's dying, he kind of hits to the kobolds and kind of. Uh, they're completely engrossed in, in tearing this guy apart, which leaves themselves open for an attack, and uh, they are... So it gives a boost die to the next person that attacks that group of kobolds. The other group um, start chasing after the uh, village, the, the rest of the caravan, and... Oh, they fail. They don't do anything, but they're starting to cause... Man, they're going to give the next character, next PC to act a black die, and um, the and they're going to give, Leo, they're going to give you, uh, mm, you know what? No, they're going to give you a, a setback dice as well, as people are starting to panic at this point. And it's the guard's turn. One of the guards is able to kill two kobolds in the first pack. All right, PC. Is Donovan still there? Yeah. Right. All right. Um, who wants to go first? It's a... Uh, well, I mean... Oh, I'll, wait, wait. I no, can... it's the NPC slot. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the top it's of the order. Or it's the kobolds turn again. I mean, whoever, right? No, it's going to be the changeling. 
He's going to go first. <laughs> um, man, he is in a tough spot. He does not want to go. He goes, fine, I'll let the girl go. But only if we part ways. I'll tell you what you want to know. Um, oh. He's going to try and... Uh, what's... What is your um? What's your what's your cool? Solomon, he's trying to he's trying to charm you. We do not have to engage anymore. We can simply go our ways, and I will not. Uh, no way. This guy's he's totally trying to deceive you. Yeah, he's trying to deceive you. I will. Uh, I will. I will stop, and I will let you. I will let you win and give you whatever information you want. What's your vigilance? Which um, one? Leo or? Uh, Katji, what's your, what's your vigilance? Oh, um, <laughs> zero, uh, but my agility is three. Okay, so three purple. My willpower is two. Three purple. And I'll be like, so you're asking me to trust a changeling? Yeah, I would say he gets disadvantage for this one. Yeah, he's trying to do a social thing against you. He's trying to convince you that he'll tell you what you want if you let him go. Okay, is that a roll, or do I just not believe him? He's going against your vigilance. That's what um, deception goes against. Okay, well, I did clever retort, so add two okay. reaction. Okay, so add two threat. Two threat to his uh, thing, and let's roll this. Okay, so two threat. He's got... Two threat, two successes. Um, so he seems pretty honest at this point. Okay. How do you want to use those two threat? Um, those are threat to me or threat to him? Threat to him. Like, is this something good for you? Um, I would, I would say... Uh, <sighs> Leo would get an advantage uh, on getting the girl away from him. Because he's, he's turned to me to talk, right? And yes. he's still got the girl. He's letting so the girl, he let the girl go. He lets the girl yeah. go, holds up, his, holds up his dagger, and says, I'll talk, but we will go our separate ways and tell you, I'll tell you whatever you want, but we'll go our separate ways after this. Um... Yeah, I would say the threat is that, that Leo gets to close in to subdue him. How about, yeah, let's do that. He gets a boost die because he's lifted himself completely open to Leo. He's turned his back to Leo and is looking at you trying to, to get you to believe what he said so far. I guess I'll go and I'll, I'll, I'll non-lethal him. Okay, you want to use strain instead of... Uh... Instead of lethal damage, is that uh, how you do somebody in the game, like non-lethal damage or yes? No, no. I mean, so that's how you do them rather than killing them. You have to strain them rather than. And now, what? How does grappling work? I just grab them. Um. Yeah. So it would be a brawn check against him. Uh, it would go against his brawn, and I would say like you've got if you succeed against his brawn, um, you can hold him and and hold him. You know. Tight. Does that, does that work against a magic user or not really? I mean, he can still use magic if he can speak the incantation. 
Okay, so if I'm grappling him by grabbing him by the by the mouth. Okay. Do you, okay. All right. So this would be trying to um, basically aim. You're trying to focus on a a um, a a body part. Um, so targeting. Basically, you're gonna have to take an aim maneuver. It's gonna add two setback dice to target his his mouth. Okay. And grappling. So All right. the difficulty is going to be um, two purple, one red, two black. So four. Oh, jeez. Okay. Now you got you got two story points. You can still use them if you want. That was just upgrade one of my die. Or what does it do? It upgrades one green die to a yellow die. No, uh, I'll just roll. You really? Got a, you got a failure with two threats. Hey, hey, it could be worse. It could have been another despair. I um, thought you advantage <laughs> on there or something, right? Because you say he's completely open. Oh, yeah. Roll a roll a, a blue die. Just add a blue die. It was, it was blank. It did nothing. <laughs> oh, no! Ah! Okay. So he, it, you fail with two threats. As soon as you move up against him, he like recognizes what you're trying to do. And immediately takes a maneuver to disengage from you guys. So he goes from engaged to short range. Like realizing like, hey, that is not part of the deal. I just said I would I, I would make sure you weren't killed. Why well, I, I don't necessarily trust you. I just want to yeah, I just want to make sure we get the information. You ask the questions, I give the answers, and I go free. Oh, well, call your kobolds off then, and we'll just ask questions, and then, yeah. Those are not my kobolds. Okay, so what are your questions? Well, I want to know this thing that the wizard definitely told me. Okay, he told you that this guy, you know that this guy was working for a secret group within this thieves guild to steal magical items. You guys were trying to figure out his next target, and Morty believed that it might be Three Oaks. But you guys have been chasing this thing so much, he's been trying to lose your tail. So all he wants to know is the next target? He wants to know who hired him, what he's trying to steal, why he's trying to steal it, and then, if you can, he wanted to kill it. Because he didn't think it would stop. I only want to know four things, and I list off the first four of the the, the, the four of them, not the part about killing them. <laughs> uh, he he kind of laughs and uh, he goes, "I'm not trying to steal anything. I'm merely trying to rid the world of something." Okay, we'll answer the question. What are you trying to rid the world of? And who hired you? There, what's your target? There is a gym in Three Oaks that I was hired to destroy. It's magical. It's a magical item. I don't ask the questions. I just do the job. Like where they go work out? Stuff like that? Boxing? and No, 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 no. Not a, not a fighter's guild. A gym. Like a jewel. A magical jewel. Ah. That protects something. That my boss wanted. Okay, and who who is your boss? I think it's not these kobolds. They aren't yours. 
No, they're not mine. He smiles. But pleasant happenstance that they attack. <laughs> he looks at you and, and like goes, I don't, I'm sorry to say, but I don't, I can't tell you the name of my boss because I don't know it. I work for what we call the Shadow group in the Thieves Guild. They're very secretive, and many people don't know they exist. Are they a big deal? Or is it a source of pride to work for these people? I've never heard of them. They pay well. Ah, lucrative. Yes. Yes. And if they find out that you have, uh, say, told them that you hired them? Told us that you hired them? Maybe be a little upset, but... Who knows? Maybe I'll kill you and they'll never find out. I'm willing to bet on that. Well, why not, uh... So you have told me what you were trying to steal, who hired you, uh... And there was two other ones I just asked you. Answer those. And then we can let you go. So what were they? Uh, who hired him? What was he trying to steal? Why was he trying to steal? And the other one was try to kill him. So he can't really answer that because that's not a question. Oh, so... <laughs> Um, so he goes, he doesn't know. Like, I don't I don't know. All I know is that uh, they wanted me to destroy this item so that they could get something else. I don't know what the something else is. They didn't ask the question. Okay, but you said you were trying to rid the world of something. Yes. Divine magical objects. I like to destroy them. They like to pay me to destroy them. Okay. Well, where, last where were they? Where did you get this information? He kind of looks and goes, I've already answered your questions. I told you what I was looking for, why I was looking for it, and who hired me. All right. Well, then, have you ever seen this coin before? I just show it to him. I don't have to give it to him. And close him a little bit. <laughs> do, you, do you take a maneuver to, to engage him? Yes. Okay. Uh, he he's going to look at you and go, "No." And no, he hasn't seen it. No. Nope. Okay, so I put the coin away and then I try to strike. It's on my Donkey Kong. <laughs> okay. Torch will say, "Hey, non-lethal." Hey, non-lethal. Not seen the coin, I guess. Stop! Don't don't hurt him. Stop. No, no, no. I'm okay capturing him. Just don't kill him. Just don't you don't understand. When I fight people, they get tuckered out. They just sleep. I don't kill anyone. All right. Uh, make me a melee check. That's going to be uh, one purple, one red. Difficulty. One purple, one red. Whew. All right. You scored two successes. You did twice. So how much damage is that? So, okay. so eight. And mine also has pierce, so it ignores one point of soak. All right. How does it look when you attack this thing, when you hit him? Okay. So my character, as you put the coin away, he goes, well, you did not know the coin, so I guess you have to pay the price. And I, I lunge at him, and as I lunge, I sweep up with my katana. Um, I happen to catch him from just below the left breast, all the way up across the front of his chest. I'm kind of yelling towards Leo. Many lives are at stake. Help me to end this one. All right. 
So it's the Kobold's turn. They injure another guard, and they have injured a caravan person. And it is the guard's turn. The guards have killed, attacked another, killed another kobold from the first group. Before we start the third round of combat, we're going to scene change back to Three Oaks and pick up with our adventurers in Three Oaks. And let's pick up with Zeku. Zeku, what is your, what's your day consist of today? What you been doing, bud? Just finishing up at the shrine, making make my way to the to the academy. Okay, so before you leave the shrine, make me a divine check, and I'm gonna flip a dark side point. This is going to be a uh, two purple, no, one purple, one red. Sorry, looking at the wrong thing. One purple, one red difficulty. Okay, so you're going to roll uh, one yellow and two green. Okay. And your check, your difficulty is one purple, one red. Hey. There you go. All right, three successes. You. So what is what is look what is uh, how do you take care of the shrine? Do you pray? Do you like change out the holy water? Do you check on the the uh, the jewel? Do you, what do you what do you do? Do you do you burn some incense? What does this temple look like oh, on the inside? Like, is there is there an altar? Are there pews? Inside, so you know, there's surrounding the wall like on the outside on the outside and the inside of the walls you got there's pillars you know support beams all around there's not really like a specific shrine or anything because we're the temple is not to worship a deity it's just a safe haven i have some some pews set up on the the main floor on the just people take a seat wherever they want stand wherever they want okay now, is is the gym that um, you and Morty set up here? Is it on the? Is it in the main sanctuary, or is it like on an upper level? Is it in a lower level? Is it in one of the towers? I would think it'd be in uh, in a lower level, somewhere that's kind of out of sight. Okay, as you're starting to sort of do your you know daily routine, setting up things, getting things in order, making sure that everything's you know restocked and. Um, you immediately sense something um, downstairs from the gym. I go down there, check it out. It's glowing bright. You've never seen it do this before. Do I feel anything? Is it it's like it's like cold, hot? Any sense? Oh, anything? it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, it's hot. In in fact, it's glowing red. This thing changes colors. I've never seen this before. Nope. I'm gonna. I'll try to touch it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, make me a divine check again. This is going to be uh, one. Oh, sorry. Two purple. Uh, one red. I'm gonna spend another. I'm gonna spend another uh, dark side point. So two, two red. Okay. One purple. Difficulty. All right. So it's a failure. Um, you touch it and immediately suffer 
um, five wounds. This does. This goes straight towards your wound threshold. Okay. Bypasses your soak. You suffer five wounds. Searing pain hits your body, knocks you down, um, and you catch a flash of images. Um, you see a image from the past. You actually see an image from the the day the war ended. Um, you see the rift opening up above you, just like you were there again. Um, you also see uh, people transforming as the violet fever, uh, they were hit and infected with the violet fever. You see your hands, you flash another flash and you look down at your hands and your hands begin, black tendrils begin to curl, crawl up your hands into your arms as you look at them. Uh, and... How would you how would you like to use that those two advantages? If you don't have an idea, I I can give you a suggestion. Um, would I be able to regain my composure and somehow snap out of it? Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Um, you definitely could do that. I would say even you know that this is not. Hmm. There is an outside force doing this as you snap out of it. Like, you've, you've been around Morty enough, mm-hmm. and he's taught you enough. Like, you can tell, like, snapping out of it, you realize, like, this wasn't just encountering wild magic. This was something else. It was intentional. Yes. Okay. When you snap out of it, the stone immediately changes colors to a soft white. Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna is it safe to touch now? I, like It's no longer hot. It's no longer glowing red. Alright, I'm gonna take the stone. Okay, you pick the stone up. I'm gonna start making my way to the academy. Okay. Uh you make your way to the academy. What do you what do you want what are you trying to accomplish? Um, looking for, I guess, if the books in the Academy or anything, any Morty's teachings would possibly be able to give me a better idea of what exactly just happened. Okay, um, okay, make me a, um, make me a lore check. It's gonna be a three, a three purple check, but I think you, you can get a, I think you could argue for a boost die, since... Morty kind of you and Morty kind of work together on this thing. Okay. Um, you kind of well, no, more so like I don't think you really would have worked on this. I think Morty created this thing. Um, I think you just know his academy pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of know probably what area to look in. So add a boost die to it. A blue yes. die. Okay. And we're going by lore. Yes. I have one in lore and two intelligence. So that'd be one green die. One green die, one yellow die, yeah. So the, the the bigger number is how many green die you roll, mm-hmm. and then the lower number is how many of those green die you upgrade to a yellow die. Okay, gotcha. So that's a three purple. Three purple, yeah. And add a blue. Now you got you got story points you can use up there. Would you guys be okay if I use one? Yeah, go for it, man. So um, I'll, I'll go ahead and flip it over, and 
then so you'd be rolling two yellow. So you'd upgrade that second, that other green die to a yellow die. So two yellow, a blue die, mm-hmm. three three red, and that would be your check. Three red or three purple? Oh, sorry, three purple. Okay. My bad. I agree. <laughs> Gosh, jeez, jeez, Matt. What are you trying to do? Kill me? <laughs> All right, so two success, one threat. I think you find um, what you're looking for. What do you What do you want to know again? What, what's what's your, What are you trying to to find out? What or possibly a who? Maybe someone throughout history and. What All right, I tell you what. Let's let's do this way. Uh, with two successes, ask me two questions, and I'll try and answer them to the, to the best of my ability. Okay. So, um, what kind of magic would be able to do that to the stone? It probably isn't going to be divine because it was pretty much made with divine magic. I would say it's going to be, you could either be arcane or it could be shadow. Would Morty have left anything or said anything as to who might be able to do something like that? Mm, no. Okay. He would not. Um, I mean, any, I mean, basically anybody that could wield arcane magic or shadow magic could, could possibly do this okay i think that's that's part of your threat too is that um you're not really sure you can't really discern like what is going on you know that like some sort of magic was used to sort of do some it was something it was some sort of probably uh, attack but you're not really sure like what it was does that make sense yeah yeah, I'm going to spend the rest of the day studying and keeping watch over the gem, just trying to keep it isolated from others for right now. All right, let's um, let's flip back to Jordan and Ruby. Let's see, what was your role? So you catch, uh, you catch three turtles. Uh, well, I think that it's only right that we give one to Zeku for, uh, for, for experimentation. Sell the other two. Okay. All right. So, do you, who do you go to first? Do you try and sell sell two first, or do you try to go to Zeku first? I think that we need to go to Zeku first, so that he can choose the one that's best for him. Oh. Okay. All right. So, you guys, um, Ruby probably says, "Well, let's see. It's kind of in the evening. He's probably not at the temple. Probably best to check the Mage Temple first. Or the Mage Guild, Mage Academy first. That makes sense. Wait, what time do you guys meet? Oh, this Don't you guys like, meet every day? This is like, like, oh, our regular meeting is... Oh, I suppose we've missed it. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd better hurry then. No time oh, where we're gone. Off we go. Um, so you guys get there uh ruby just kind of like at this point now she's kind of comfortable with coming into the mage guild i think part of part of it was that she was afraid of like what might be inside um she just busts in with like two turtles hanging out you know <laughs> like skinned and, and de-shelled um zaku look what we brought we've got turtles <laughs> which one you want i quickly turn around and um try to hide the gem as it's like Right in front of me. Could I make a perception check or something to see the gym? Sure. Uh, it would be 
your perception against Corey's vigilance. So, Corey, what is your vigilance? How many ranks you got in vigilance? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Okay. What's your What's your um, Is it Is vigilance Will off power. of will? It's off of will. It really will. Okay. Uh, All right. Three. Okay. So what am I rolling here? Uh, so you'd be three purple difficulty. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's what I got there. So you guys kind of burst into the academy, and you see Zeku like kind of like stiffen up and like grab a white sort of a a bright, not really bright, um, but it looks like it's a glowing stone. And he, how do you hide it, uh, Corey? Do you hide it with? Do you hide it in a, a satchel? Do you hide it in your like robe? Just pop it in your mouth. <laughs> uh, just try to cover it with the books in front of me. Oh, just gotta throw some books over it. Ah, <laughs> oh, what kind of glowing book do you have there? <laughs> okay. You so deep in thought he wasn't expecting anything. I wanna I wanna roll and see if, if Ruby notices this. Okay. No. Oh, yeah, she does. Um, but I think um, her threat is she just kind of sees you act weird, but she kind of just shrugs it off as you being weird. Like, <laughs> eh, whatever. It's Zeku. You know, he's kind of odd. He's a monk. I don't quite understand him. Which one you want? She kind of comes <laughs> over and holds you up like a turtle. Two turtles. Yes, Zeku. Which one do you want? Uh. I walk over to Ruby and gently kind of push her out the door. And I walk behind the desk to see what that glowing stone was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Don't you want a turtle? Slam. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Don't you want a turtle? So I, Thank you, I Ruby. Pick I'll up, pick later. I, turn I pick up again. the stone. Go, um, so what is, what is this? Please put that down. That is what I'm trying to figure out. Very gingerly puts it down. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <clears throat> would he? Would he know? I'm assuming it wouldn't know anything about the jewels or that jewel. Specific. Who? Uh, uh, yeah. no. Oh, probably no. He probably has never seen anything like this. I, you know that it's basically what Morty told you, Corey, was that it was for the protection of Three Oaks. He didn't say why Three Oaks necessarily needed it, mm -hmm. but he just said that it was important that Three Oaks be protected. Okay. Well, where did you find it, then? I did not. Uh, Morty handed it over to me before he left and said it's needed to keep this village safe. As to how it does that, or from what, I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, I've, I've been studying the texts that he left me. None of them have mentioned this so far. Um, I have learned a number of utility effects, but, um, but nothing, nothing about glowing stones. What, what have you been able to learn about it? I've learned uh, 
When it glows on anything but white, do not touch it. Why? <laughs> At that moment, it begins. I'm spinning a dark side point. It begins to glow purple. <laughs> Bright purple. And black. Uh, is it a proximity thing? or Kind of like quickly grab Raytheon like, away from it. <laughs> <laughs> I need both of you to make me a discipline check. Discipline, you say? Yes. Well, that's that's uh that's one big green die there, buddy. What's the difficulty? Uh, it's gonna be three purple. No, two purple. Sorry. Uh, Well, Matt, there you go, buddy. (laughs) Wait, what'd you say? Oh boy, two purple. (laughs) It's bad for me. It's very bad for me. (laughs) I'm looking at what I have. Discipline point. <laughs> dis, dis, discipline. So yeah. I have one discipline, three willpower, so that'd be two green and one yellow. Yep, that's right. Spend you learn it. Upgrade it. <laughs> <laughs> two purple. Right, we gonna, we gonna roll with it. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, you succeed, Corey, but you. As soon as it turns purple and you try and grab Raytheon, you immediately are bombarded with the feeling that you must touch it. Uh, you resist the urge, but you're going to suffer too strain. I'm going to touch it! <laughs> yes, you want to touch it. Um, and I, I mean, you desire to touch it. You have to touch it. Uh, yeah. Jordan, you have to touch it. So are you going to fight against Corey or, or Zeku? Or are you going to... Um, well, those, that's three despair, right? No, three threat. That's three, just three threat? threat? Okay, three threat. Sorry, I, I need to get these, these straight, but uh, that's three threat. So I am going to take three... I'm going to make three separate attempts to, uh, to break free from him. How about this? Make one, make one attempt, and add a um, add a setback die to it for the the threat. Okay. So it's gonna get gonna be against your your strength, Corey. What's Zeku's What's Zeku's strength at? There's brawn. My brawn. His brawn. Yeah, my bad. Brawn. So it's gonna be my brawn against his, or yes, your brawn against his. Okay. So or your your or your agility against his brawn. I think I would like to do it as agility. Okay. Would you like to use agility too, Corey? Uh, I think they're both three for me. So. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So um, three, three purple. And a setback die. Yes, and a setback die. I would like to spend a story point to upgrade this. <laughs> okay. Because he wants to do it. Okay. There we go. Okay, you failed to get out, but you're going to suffer another strain. I'm going to suffer another uh, strain. You're going to suffer a strain. Cool. Uh, but he's got you. Can you die. <laughs> you, you've got him. You've hold, held on to him. <laughs> you've held on to him. Um, he, you, he, he, you, 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 <laughs> what's the matter with you? What do you think the matter with that? i got to touch it. Roll it down arousal. That's just you, Donovan. A few moments later, it it turns back gently to white. So anyway, what do you think it does? 
Um, at this point, Zeku is just—he's not angry, but he's frustrated. Frustrated that, for one, he still doesn't know what's causing this, and two, that this uh, this young elf, even after his warning, still tried to grab it. <clears throat> oh, I think I think at this point you would know though, like it was a magical sort of like desire that you just resisted because okay. you're probably more trained. You're more disciplined than he is. That's probably what it is. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like you felt like as soon as he said, but I have to touch it, you probably would have been like, wait a minute. That's what I heard in my head. I had, oh, okay. Uh, make me a perception check. <laughs> me? Ever yeah, both of you. Everyone. Okay. Maybe a perception check. Um yeah, it's just just too purple. Difficulty. I am sucking it up over here. <laughs> oh man. Dang. That's like my job. <laughs> okay. You notice uh, all of a sudden you hear um you hear like a gas. <gasps> And you look in the window, and there's Ruby <laughs> looking through the window at what you guys are doing. Just mouth open, and she sees you guys, and she smiles, and then, like, takes off. <laughs> she always has her nose and everything. It's weird she doesn't have her mouth everywhere. <laughs> I think you guys would know that she could keep a secret if she needs to. Mm-hmm. The right price. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like she's totally like, give me money and I won't talk about it. Okay, let's... Alright, we're going to end there with you guys and we're going to switch back and get one more round of combat. It's at the top of the round. Um, it's the Chainling's turn. He's going to look at you, Don, at Cat G, and go, so, are we going to walk away amicably? And he starts... He, like, takes... Uh, he, he looks at you and asks that question. Wait, no, you just, wait, wait, you just attacked him, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you did a lot of damage. Uh, He, he just, he takes off. He takes off and is going to run. He goes right behind him, and I'm right in front of him. He's going to take off. You guys do not have, um, do not have uh, him. Wait, no, Leo's not right behind him. He moved away from Leo. He's you guys still he still can get away from you guys. He just has to spend uh, a maneuver a, to suffer maneuver okay. strain, okay. I believe, because um, he's not wanting to fight this. Um, he's gonna take off through the caravan, and what I what we're gonna do now is this is going to transition into a chase to try and catch this guy. All right, so basically it is a competitive check to close the distance. So basically what you do is you roll no difficulty. Each of you are going to roll. Uh, We're going to say, I think athletics is coordination. Coordination. Yeah, because that's going to be tied to agility. Oh, not athletics. I, I was going to say, let's let's do it that way. Uh, it could be athletics or coordination. I'll let you guys pick while you're in the caravan. Once you get out of the caravan, it's going to be athletics. How about that? Okay. 
I mean, uh, yeah, athletics. So you can pick athletics or coordination. Um, so right now he is going to – all right, so everybody rolls just straight, whatever your skill is. Okay, I'm going to upgrade this guy's check by spending a story point. Oh, great. Good job, buddy. <laughs> okay. So he, I think, with his maneuvers is going to take um, – so what happens is he takes uh, two maneuvers to try and get away from you guys. He's at medium range. So what's going to happen is, is you guys are going to um, – you guys close the distance this round. Um, so basically what it does is you can take an action to try and slow the other person down or try and catch up to the other person uh, in some interesting fashion. Um he is going to – you guys definitely move up one range band. So you guys are going to go from medium to short range. Once you get to engaged, you catch him. Okay. And then from there um, – so, yeah, uh, he's going to take a action. He's going to take a – to try and – as they are running through, you guys are running through this caravan. He tries to throw some boxes in you guys' way. He fails. Good job, buddy. And he's going to suffer a strain. From or, or how would you guys like to use that? No, yeah. No, wait. Uh, he's going to give you guys, a, the next person, a setback dice. He's able to, he does, he tries to pull off some boxes, but they kind of just like fly too far as he throws. But it, it kind of does slow you guys down just because you're not expecting it. So the next turn, uh, I'm going to say, Donovan, you get a setback dice on your die, on your check. Um, so he gets to run and take an action? And we... Yes, you guys get to do the same thing. You okay. guys can take one action each to try and do something to either catch up to him or get an advantage on the okay. – maybe slow him down, catch up to him, or maybe try and out, out, outmaneuver him. Okay, so I want to whistle for Shabazz. Okay. All right. Do you want to get on Shabazz? Uh, I'm to cut him off. Like I figure we're still moving to the camp, so if Shabazz okay. is coming, he's gonna be in the way. Okay. All right. Make me a two purple survival check because that would be under animal handle animal would be underneath that. I want to say there's a lot of commotion going on, so um, add a setback dice to that as well. So two purple, one black. Okay. All right. So you're able to call uh, this the, your camel Shavaz to cut him off. So what I would say that's going to add a uh, purple die to his next check. Is that okay? Is that good enough? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Leah. Would you like to do anything to try and get an advantage over this thing? Sure. I want to. Um, throw an apple that I see in a, in a nearby barrel at his okay. noggin. All right. Make me a ranged attack. He is um, he is at short range from you, so that's just uh, one purple. But that gets up to one red. And I'm going to say since he's darting in and out, it's going to be one red, one black die. Because you're trying to throw it in you, between him. You just upgraded it? No, so Nemesis often have what's called adversary, 
It's a all talent right. that upgrades the difficulty of all combat checks against this target once. All right, I'm going to flip a destiny point. I haven't done that yet. I'll swing right. this. So it doesn't hit him, but you can use that advantage to give him a setback dice. I'll give him a setback die. All right. So he's at one purple, two black die on his next check. Okay, so everybody make another uh, chase check. So this is the top of the round again. Chase check. This is determining. This is determining how who is moving closer to who. Gosh, and this guy is going to get caught. Yeah, my athletics is like my <laughs> one of my he's stats. Spending, he's spending a a dark side point. And he got my setback. Yep, I have two setback, one purple against his check. There is his check. Oh, he rolled good this time. What uh, What do I roll? Did I get a setback die? Yes, you have one setback die, and that's it. What's a setback die? Is it black? Black, yes. One uh, die. I'm, uh, I'm going to spend a uh, destiny point. Okay. All right. So here's... All right, Leo, go ahead and roll yours. I, I did. It's um, four hits oh. and two advantage. Where you at? Okay. All right, so here's how it works. Uh, let me delete these certain things so you guys can see them together. Okay, so how it works is you compare, when you actually have successes, you compare who has more successes. So Donovan, since he had three successes, he moves one range band away from you. So instead of short range, he's now medium range from you. However, <laughs> Leo, Leo has more successes than him. He can catch him. You've caught up to him. Now you can try and actually tackle him or attack him or stop him. I tackle. Okay. I think he's as he sees you coming, he like grabs like some sort of like cloth and throws it at you, gonna give you a setback dice against your attack towards him. Okay, um I uh I mean, okay, so do I use my two advantages to give myself something? You can, yeah. Alright, I give myself an advantage that. Okay. So one setback, one advantage, and then my regular brawl. Okay, so the difficulty is going to be melee is uh, two purple. One gets upgraded, so one purple, one red. This is brawl, right? I mean, um... Yes, brawl check. Your brawl check. Okay, so you succeed. Oh, man, this is a tough, tough check. You succeed in tackling him. You have two advantage, but he has mm, a despair. Ooh. All right, this is what he's going to do. Yeah, he's going to attack. All right. Well, he fails. Way to go, bud. Okay, you suck. You suck balls. Okay. Um, <laughs> man, he's failed everything of, tonight. <laughs> he sucks. This is this is so bad. Um, you you catch him. He tries to shoot off a magic spell, and it just it singes some hair, giving you one strain. Wow. Uh, and I think we end the combat there tonight. I think you've caught this guy, and uh, he is he's caught, and that's where we we end our session for the evening. Okay, so I guess it just ends with me walking up to the two of them on the ground with me holding my katana out. Yeah, I think so. I think that's that's you walk up to him, pull your katana, put it to his neck, and what's your what's your closing line? So, unless you have something else to tell us worthwhile. I think your changeling days are about to come to a head.
Thanks again for listening to the Hazardous Casuals podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Tune in next episode to find out what is actually going on with that Jewel and Three Oaks and if the Changeling will be able to escape. I've been your host and your Game Master, Matt. We'll see you soon. The content of this podcast is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. The Genesis role-playing game, Genesis logo, and Realms of Turnoff are property of Fantasy Flight Games. Any content used from the Genesis Foundry belongs to their prospective owners. The hilarious setting and setting books is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Music is provided by Rayford Johnson or otherwise stated in the show notes.